First Chronicles chapter 29 Then King David said to the whole assembly, My son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen, is young and inexperienced. The task is great because this palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now with all my ability, I have made provision for the house of my God, gold for the gold articles, silver for the silver, bronze for the bronze, iron for the iron, and wood for the wood, as well as onyx for the settings, turquoise, stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones, and slabs of marble, all in abundance. Moreover, because of my delight in the house of my God, I now give for it my personal treasures of gold and silver, over and above all that I have provided for this holy temple, three thousand talents of gold, the gold of Ophir, and seven thousand talents of refined silver, to overlay the walls of the buildings, for the gold work and the silver work, and for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now who will volunteer to consecrate himself to the Lord today? Then the leaders of the households, the officers of the tribes of Israel, the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, and the officials in charge of the king's work gave willingly. Toward the service of God's house they gave five thousand talents, and ten thousand derricks of gold, ten thousand talents of silver, eighteen thousand talents of bronze, and one hundred thousand talents of iron. Whoever had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord, under the care of Jehiel the Gershonite. And the people rejoiced at the willing response of their leaders, for they had given to the Lord freely and wholeheartedly, and King David also rejoiced greatly. Then David blessed the Lord in the sight of all the assembly and said, May you be blessed, O Lord God of our father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the splendor and the majesty, for everything in heaven and on earth belongs to you. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you are the ruler over all. In your hands are power and might to exalt and give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we give you thanks, and we praise your glorious name. But who am I, and who are my people, that we should be able to give as generously as this? For everything comes from you, and from your own hand we have given to you. For we are foreigners and strangers in your presence, as were all our forefathers. Our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. O Lord our God, from your hand comes all this abundance that we have provided to build you a house for your holy name, and all of it belongs to you. I know, my God, that you test the heart and delight in uprightness. All these things I have given willingly and with an upright heart. And now I have seen your people who are present here giving joyfully and willingly to you. O Lord, God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep this desire forever in the intentions of the hearts of your people, and direct their hearts toward you, and give my son Solomon a whole heart to keep and carry out all your commandments, decrees, and statutes, and to build your palace for which I have made provision. Then David said to the whole assembly, Blessed be the Lord, your God. So the whole assembly blessed the Lord, the God of their fathers. They bowed down and paid homage to the Lord and to the king. The next day they offered sacrifices and presented burnt offerings to the Lord, a thousand bulls, a thousand rams, and a thousand lambs, 
along with their drink offerings and other sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. That day they ate and drank with great joy in the presence of the Lord. Then for a second time they designated David's son Solomon as king, anointing him before the Lord as ruler and Zadok as the priest. So Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king in place of his father David. He prospered and all Israel obeyed him. All the officials and mighty men, as well as all of King David's sons, pledged their allegiance to King Solomon. The Lord highly exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel and bestowed on him royal majesty, such as had not been bestowed on any king in Israel before him. David, son of Jesse, was king over all Israel. The length of David's reign over Israel was forty years, seven years in Hebron and thirty-three years in Jerusalem. He died at a ripe old age, full of years, riches, and honor, and his son Solomon reigned in his place. Now the acts of King David, from first to last, are indeed written in the chronicles of Samuel the seer, the chronicles of Nathan the prophet, and the chronicles of Gad the seer, together with all the details of his reign, his might, and the circumstances that came upon him and Israel and all the kingdoms of the land. Second Chronicles chapter 1 Now Solomon son of David established himself securely over his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him and highly exalted him. Then Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, to the judges, and to every leader in all Israel, the heads of the families. And Solomon and the whole assembly went to the high place at Gibeon, because it was the location of God's tent of meeting, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness. Now David had brought the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim to the place he had prepared for it, because he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. But the bronze altar made by Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, was in Gibeon, before the tabernacle of the Lord. So Solomon and the assembly inquired of him there. Solomon offered sacrifices there before the Lord on the bronze altar in the tent of meeting, where he offered a thousand burnt offerings. That night God appeared to Solomon and said, Ask, and I will give it to you. Solomon replied to God, You have shown much loving devotion to my father David, and you have made me king in his place. Now, O Lord God, let your promise to my father David be fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now grant me wisdom and knowledge, so that I may lead this people. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? God said to Solomon, Since this was in your heart, instead of requesting riches or wealth or glory for yourself or death for your enemies, and since you've not even requested long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I've made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge have been granted to you. And I will also give you riches and wealth and honor, unlike anything given to the kings before you or after you. So Solomon went to Jerusalem from the high place in Gibeon before the tent of meeting, and he reigned over Israel. Solomon accumulated 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horses, which he stationed in the chariot cities and also with him in Jerusalem. The king made silver and gold as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar as abundant as sycamore in the foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and Kew. The royal merchants purchased them from Kew.
A chariot could be imported from Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver and a horse for a hundred and fifty. Likewise they exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and to the kings of Aram. Chapter 2 Now Solomon purposed to build a house for the name of the Lord and a royal palace for himself. So he conscripted seventy thousand porters, eighty thousand stone cutters in the mountains, and three thousand six hundred supervisors. Then Solomon sent word to Hiram, king of Tyre, Do for me as you did for my father David when you sent him cedars to build himself a house to live in. Behold, I am about to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, to dedicate to him for burning fragrant incense before him, for displaying the showbread continuously, and for making burnt offerings every morning and evening, as well as on the Sabbaths, new moons, and appointed feast of the Lord our God. This is ordained for Israel forever. The house that I am building will be great, for our God is greater than all gods. But who is able to build a house for him, since the heavens, even the highest heavens, cannot contain him? Who then am I that I should build a house for him, except as a place to burn sacrifices before him? Send me, therefore, a craftsman skilled in engraving to work with gold and silver, with bronze and iron, and with purple, crimson, and blue yarn. He will work with my craftsmen in Judah and Jerusalem, whom my father David provided. Send me also cedar, cypress, and algum logs from Lebanon, for I know that your servants have skill to cut timber there. And indeed my servants will work with yours to prepare for me timber in abundance, because the temple I am building will be great and wonderful. I will pay your servants, the woodcutters, twenty thousand cores of ground wheat, twenty thousand cores of barley, twenty thousand baths of wine, and twenty thousand baths of olive oil. Then Hiram king of Tyre wrote a letter in reply to Solomon. Because the Lord loves his people, he has set you over them as king. And Hiram added, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who made the heavens and the earth. He has given King David a wise son with insight and understanding, who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal palace for himself. So now I am sending you Huram Abi, a skillful man endowed with creativity. He is the son of a woman from the daughters of Dan, and his father is a man of Tyre. He is skilled in work with gold and silver, bronze and iron, stone and wood, purple, blue, and crimson yarn, and fine linen. He is experienced in every kind of engraving and can execute any design that is given him. He will work with your craftsmen and with those of my lord your father David. Now let my lord send to his servants the wheat, barley, olive oil, and wine he promised. We will cut logs from Lebanon, as many as you need, and we will float them to you as rafts by sea down to Joppa. Then you can take them up to Jerusalem. Solomon numbered all the foreign men in the land of Israel following the census his father David had conducted, and there were found to be 153,600 in all. Solomon made 70,000 of them porters, 80,000 stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 supervisors. Chapter 3 Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to his father David. This was the place that David had prepared on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. Solomon began construction on the second day of the second month in the fourth year of his reign. The foundation that Solomon laid for the house of God 
was 60 cubits long and 20 cubits wide, according to the old standard. The portico at the front, extending across the width of the temple, was 20 cubits long and 20 cubits high. He overlaid the inside with pure gold. He paneled the main room with cypress, which he overlaid with fine gold, and decorated with palm trees and chains. He adorned the temple with precious stones for beauty, and its gold was from Parvaeum. He overlaid its beams, thresholds, walls, and doors with gold, and he carved cherubim on the walls. Then he made the most holy place. Its length corresponded to the width of the temple, twenty cubits long and twenty cubits wide, and he overlaid the inside with six hundred talents of fine gold. The weight of the nails was fifty shekels of gold. He also overlaid the upper area with gold. In the most holy place, he made two cherubim of sculptured work, and he overlaid them with gold. The total wingspan of the cherubim was twenty cubits. One wing of the first cherub was five cubits long and touched the wall of the temple, and its other wing was five cubits long and touched the wing of the other cherub. The wing of the second cherub also measured five cubits and touched the wall of the temple, while its other wing measured five cubits and touched the wing of the first cherub. So the total wingspan of these cherubim was twenty cubits. They stood on their feet, facing the main room. He made the veil of blue, purple, and crimson yarn and fine linen, with cherubim woven into it. In front of the temple he made two pillars, which together were thirty-five cubits high, each with a capital on top, measuring five cubits. He made interwoven chains and put them on top of the pillars. He made a hundred pomegranates and fastened them into the chain work. Then he set up the pillars in front of the temple, one on the south and one on the north. The pillar on the south he named Jachin, and the pillar on the north he named Boaz. Chapter 4 He made a bronze altar twenty cubits long, twenty cubits wide, and ten cubits high. He also made the sea of cast metal. It was circular in shape, measuring ten cubits from rim to rim, five cubits in height, and thirty cubits in circumference. Below the rim, figures of oxen encircled it, ten per cubit all the way around the sea, cast in two rows as a part of the sea. The sea stood on twelve oxen, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. The sea rested on them with all their hindquarters toward the center. It was a handbreadth thick, and its rim was fashioned like the brim of a cup, like a lily blossom. It could hold three thousand baths. He also made ten basins for washing and placed five on the south side and five on the north. The parts of the burnt offering were rinsed in them, but the priest used the sea for washing. He made ten gold lampstands according to their specifications and placed them in the temple, five on the south side and five on the north. Additionally, he made ten tables and placed them in the temple, five on the south side and five on the north. He also made a hundred gold bowls. He made the courtyard of the priests and the large court with its doors, and he overlaid the doors with bronze. He put the sea on the south side at the southeast corner. Additionally, Hiram made the pots, shovels, and sprinkling bowls. So Hiram finished the work that he had undertaken for King Solomon in the house of God. The two pillars, the two bowl-shaped capitals atop the pillars, the two sets of network covering both bowls of the capitals atop the pillars, the four hundred pomegranates for the two sets of network, two rows of pomegranates for each network covering both the bowl-shaped capitals 
atop the pillars, the stands, the basins on the stands, the sea, the twelve oxen underneath the sea, and the pots, shovels, meat forks, and all the other articles. All these objects that Hiramavi made for King Solomon for the house of the Lord were of polished bronze. The king had them cast in clay molds in the plain of the Jordan between Succoth and Zerida. Solomon made all these articles in such great abundance that the weight of the bronze could not be determined. Solomon also made all the furnishings for the house of God, the golden altar, the tables on which was placed the bread of the presence, the lampstands of pure gold and their lamps, to burn in front of the inner sanctuary as prescribed, the flowers, lamps, and tongs of gold, of purest gold, the wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, ladles, and censers of purest gold, and the gold doors of the temple, the inner doors to the most holy place, as well as the doors of the main hall.